All right, welcome to the Winner's Circle podcast. This will be episode three. Um, as you can see now, I have started trying to do video along with um, my production. So um, be sure to check me out. Um, I do voiceovers. Visit Big Wins Voiceover Production. The website for you is going to be www.bigvoicewin.com. That's www.bigvoicewin.com. Okay, so um, there's a lot to talk about right now going on in our nation. Um, as we've all heard, if you've all probably heard and been following um, about the death of George Floyd, um, this is a young man that the police was called on him after he exited a store. It's believed that he used a counterfeit $20 bill or maybe even a bad check. I'm kind of sketchy on those um, details right now as well. Nevertheless, this happened in Minneapolis. The Minneapolis police arrived um, and he was detained. He was handcuffed. Um, everything was caught on camera and he was placed face first down on the ground again he's handcuffed and the officer by the name of Derek I think is it's going to be Shaven or Chauvin Chauvin put his knee in the back of George Floyd's neck um, and held it there for well over five minutes that video went on for approximately 10 minutes itself um, the George Floyd was crying out, asking the man to get up off of him, let him up. He's in a lot of pain. His whole body started hurting. Um, you can hear him calling for his mother, come to find out his mother has been deceased for the past couple of years. Um, you know, and there were bystanders, think. Thank goodness, thank God that there was a young lady there that was recording the entire incident. There were other police officers involved. There were several police officers that were actually holding George Floyd down during this whole ordeal. Um, you didn't really see them in the video because they were actually behind the police vehicle but it later came out that they were holding him down and again you can see this officer not not only was he on his his neck with his knee but you know you can look at someone's position and you can tell when they're when they're applying some extra pressure and you know, just from his movements and the way his feet were positioned and everything, you can tell that he was he was applying some some major pressure on this man. That went on again for well over five minutes. There were bystanders that were yelling at the police. 
there was another police officer there. I guess it was that one officer's partner, I believe. And according to news that has come out, that was possibly that officer's brother-in-law. Yeah. So they held this man down while there was a knee in the back of his neck until literally the breath of life left him. We watched as this man died and it was recorded. Really sad situation, really sad case. Um, you know, I mean, even even during the, the whole ordeal, he when he was still alive and, and begging for the police officer to get off of him, you know, you can you can you can you can kind of see him him going. Um, there was a young man in the video that was he looked like he wanted to, you know, physically step in and help out. And maybe he just he just didn't have the heart to really do that, you know. American police, they, they deal with us off of fear. Everything is about fear with them. When it, at least when it comes to minorities in the black community, um, there's, there's not a lot of instances where, you know, we see them really handling us like we're human beings, you know, um, we're, we're, here it is. It's, it's 2020 and we're fighting for the right still just to be accepted as human beings not you know we're not trying to be more than the next person or anything of that nature we simply want to be looked at as your brother your sister you know your family when it comes to white america America, when it comes to police, you know, from my understanding, police are here to serve and protect, you know, how, how can we as the black community, the Latino community, even low class, low class, you know, um, poor class, low class, whatever you want to call us community how can we really look to the police for protection and service you know when when this is the ongoing situation you know this is nothing new this is a almost everyday reality for especially especially for us black men unfortunately you know and this affects not only the community as a whole you're destroying families and you're creating hatred you're creating anger you're creating more frustration you're creating the backlash, the riots, 
and everything that is coming afterwards. With that being said, I am I am I don't see the benefit of writing. I I completely understand. I I understand where they're coming from. I understand the reasoning behind it. People are angry. We're mad. We're fed up. This happened in Minneapolis, Minneapolis. I got corrected on that last last summer um, at a football tournament that my youth football team was at. There was a it, this was in Des Moines when I was living in Des Moines, Iowa, and there was a team there from Minneapolis, and I think I said, "You guys are from Minneapolis." They checked me real quick. No, Minneapolis. It's not Minia. It's not a Minneapolis. So Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is this is what you know we have going on. And I'm I'm born and raised in Chicago. Same thing goes on in Chicago. I am currently in Texas. Same thing goes on in Houston, Dallas. I'm in Arlington. I haven't had any run-ins and I don't plan on having any run-ins. So, you know, um, a little background history on George Floyd and the officer that George was murdered by. And, and let's, let's, let's understand that this was definitely a murder. Right now, the charge is third degree murder and manslaughter, which to be quite honest is rather ridiculous and unacceptable that's unacceptable there's nothing third degree about this third degree especially when you're when you're when you've grown up in an in, in urban community third degree is what you get let's say you give some you serve someone some bad drugs you know yeah well you're gonna get those drug charges but you're also gonna get a murder case and it's gonna be third degree you know yeah you didn't intentionally do that but because of your product this person is no longer alive i don't see how putting your knee in the neck, in the back of, of a person's neck that is handcuffed, being held down and face down on the ground. How was that not intentional? And you've held him down for well over five minutes. That is, that is definitely intent. You intended to do that. You intended. That that officer, I'm just going to call him Officer Derek D.C. Those are his initials. Officer D.C. did not get off of the victim, George Floyd, until the paramedics had arrived and needed to check him and flip him over and all of that. He didn't get off of him until that point. He was on him for literally pressing down on him for somewhere around eight minutes that is that is a lifetime to be in that situation 
You know, if you've ever been handcuffed, just being handcuffed is extremely uncomfortable. Now to be handcuffed and on the pavement face down. That alone right there is is an extreme uncomfort. But you're going to also add pressing your knee into the back of this man's neck. And you're not just, I mean, it, it wasn't necessary. He didn't need to be held down. He wasn't fighting back. That's not what happened. And it's all on video. So, again, um, a little background information that I was able to pull up. Um, let's see here. So, according to people.com, George Floyd and the now fired police officer Derek Shaven had overlapping shifts at a restaurant slash club by the name of El Nuevo Rodeo Club. According to the former owner of that club, they both worked there for about 17 years. So Officer DC knew George Floyd, which that puts in a, a whole a whole nother feeling and aspect and element onto this whole ordeal. How do you do that to someone that you know unless it's for vengeance or hatred towards that person because of something? I'm on camera so let me let me uh Oh, okay. Bonsway, my friend. Woman, get your glory. Passion is my story. No one can do it for me. Haters hate, and I thank you for it. That little wind will keep me soaring. 803 Life, custom clothing. Always something new, never boring. Life is a canvas, and you are the paintbrush. The in the gray area is so not us. From Chicago to Paris, from London to New York, be great and do more. 803 Life, the right way.